0: everyone. This is the second part of our conversation with Rebel Good. He does the Court of Appeals column in Tennis Magazine and has officiated tennis for over 30 years. If you haven't listened to part one, we hope you'll go back and listen. But here is part two. I hit a ball with crazy spin, so it landed in my opponent's court, then bounced back over into my court. Is that my point?
1: Well, I guess the first thing I'm going to do is ask you a question in return, which is, did anybody touch the ball? Doesn't no, sound like no one they did.
0: No one touched it.
1: Did it bounce in your court?
2: Yes. Came back, right? Yeah, I came so it back came and back. Bounced. And
1: bounced. I'm just gonna lead you through this. You hit a shot, it landed in the proper court. Yes. Correct? Yes. Okay. It bounced. It it bounced in the proper court. And then it bounced a second time without your opponent touching it. Does that describe a winner?
2: Yes. Yeah. But but I think it. the question is because it comes back to you. Right, so Carolyn? So what? <laughs> so she so she hit a winner, is what you're saying. Yeah. It's just you
0: know Carolyn. Yeah, Wait like, so a minute. You, you can see me drawing a circle right now as I'm like, yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> you know, think think about that, you know, great cross court topspin backhand that you hit that whistled by your opponent. They never got a racket on it, and it bounced a second time, for, ah. you know, that which ended the point. That right. was a winner, right? Well, this right. shot of yours that crazy bounced back and landed in your court, bouncing for a second time without being touched, that's a winner.
2: I like it.
0: I like it. <laughs> clean that's winner. What I said. It's a clean winner. That's right. Sure.
1: Now, they, there are other uh, permutations from this, which are your opponent can lean over the net And hit that ball before it bounces a second time, so long as they don't touch the net, right? Okay. Or touch your court. And in fact, the the absolute best shot for them to hit is to lean over and hit it backwards into the net.
2: Right. Oh, you couldn't get to it. Yeah. And that would be their point. That's interesting. Yeah. So the one in a million times that that shot actually happens, which it actually has happened to me once. So it may never happen again. It happened to me too. Now the other
1: thing is, is your, your opponent can run around the net. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? You know, say that ball is off on the sideline, you know, the opponent can run around the net to, to play it so long as they don't touch the net or they don't touch your court.
2: I see people do that. Like down the, like they're going down the line, but they really end up going around the pole.
1: Oh, of, you know the net pole, yeah. yeah.
2: Which logically you would think that's out of bounds, but I know that's a legal shot, and I see it happen all oh, the time. Yes. And it's actually oh. very uh, obviously, it's extremely hard to defend against because you don't expect it to happen. But it's a great shot.
1: Mm-hmm. Great. Caroline, okay. Do you want the next one?
0: Oh yes, this this actually happened. So I oh, wanted oh, to hear. Let
1: me let me just say oh, one thing with regard to your question about ball spinning back over the net. That some variation to that is. The most popular question that comes to my column. Um, really, I, so, I only you know, answer a very few questions during in the course of a year uh, in the in the magazine. But I get hundreds of questions a year, and that. the that one subject comprises the most of them.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, so this one actually happened to me where my opponent hit a shot in doubles, and my partner said, "Great shot." but I was able to run and hit it back and the opponent played it and hit it in the net. And my question was, did they win the point because my partner said great shot or did they lose the chance to claim the point when they actually played the ball and hit it into the net?
1: Okay. Once again, we're talking about a hindrance.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: So first thing is, is in doubles, you can speak when the ball is coming toward you you can talk okay. to your your partner you know get back or whatever it is you're not supposed to be talking when the ball is going going toward your opponent now in your in this situation we haven't violated anything with this because the ball is coming toward you you've yelled at your partner's yelled great shot but then you're able to get a racket on it good for you you've hit it back what did your opponent's do they played a shot played it okay were your opponent's hindered
0: Maybe, but they didn't say anything. They actually played
1: One of of the the bedrocks of the hindrance in the code is in order to claim a hindrance, you must stop play. Okay. Right. And then there's another part where we say you don't get two chances. So if you yelled out, if your partner yelled out, great shot, and you got to it and hit it back, and your opponent simply caught the shot and went, that's our point, you would lose. It was an intentional, the, the yelling great shot was an intentional act. Mm-hmm. Right. So you would lose the point because it was an intentional hindrance. I'm That's giggling because now. I
2: feel like half my game is a hindrance. <laughs> like everything that happens to me on the court is a hindrance only because of my skill level. That's why I'm giggling about all this.
1: <laughs> but, d- but to show you a difference, let's say you screamed out because a bee stung you. Right. Okay. Okay. And your opponent stopped play. That point would be replayed because it was an unintentional hindrance. Your, your screaming out when you got stung was, was unintentional.
2: Unintentional. Okay.
1: But, but speaking to your partner or making a, a call or yelling something is an right. intentional act otherwise. That
2: sounds okay. good. Okay. So I'm sure, I feel like the more we ask these, the more they're, they should be obvious, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Is it a let if your opponent's racket falls out of her hand?
1: No. No. And okay. not only is it not a, it's not a, it falls out of her hand, but we have seen instances where uh, a player serving will swing at the ball and their racket goes <laughs> flying right. at, toward the opponent or whatever. <laughs> There's no hindrance allowed. The basic bottom line on this is a player without a racket in their hand is at a, an extreme disadvantage. <laughs> and,
2: oh, that's funny. And,
1: and they're not going to get bailed out by a let. And but at the other end of things, the the opponent uh, has to keep playing,
2: right? Well, it's that like someone falling
1: on yeah, the
0: court, Yeah, because right? it is sometimes to distracting play. to the opponents if they sometimes, like, yeah, like <laughs> if they hear yeah. the racket fall out of their hand, they're sure. going
1: stop becomes, a yeah. little but, bit. But they shouldn't. But remember, there's a big difference between a distraction and a hindrance. Right, There are all kinds of distractions that we have to deal with on the tennis court that are not hindrances, like you poaching.
2: Right. <laughs> like when Carolyn wears pink, she's always distracting me when we play singles against each other.
0: <laughs> yeah, Aaron asked me not to wear bright colors when we play. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that could be something. I'm gonna,
2: yeah, that's a hindrance. <laughs> Carolyn, you take the next one, the footfall question, because this I know this has happened to you. We just did oh, a podcast on it.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh Well, can I ask the one, is it a let if your opponent's oh, hat falls off?
1: It can be. Okay, here, here again, we're going to get into, this is totally unofficiated match, so it's just you and your yes. opponent. Yes. Your opponent cannot hinder herself. Right. So if your opponent's hat falls off, she cannot stop play and get the point replayed. Right. Okay. But if you see her hat fall off, and you stop play immediately, you would replay the point. Now, there are all sorts of things that come into play if you have an official for a match where they're warned not to let it happen again, and they'll, they will right. they could actually lose a point when it happens subsequently. But in a match without officials at all, the answer is their hat can fall off any number of times and all you're gonna all that's gonna happen is is you're going to get a bet if you want to if you want to stop playing now if you if you want to keep playing because you're in a good position or they're gonna have to dance around their hat, you might want to go ahead and keep playing That's the point of the opponent can't hinder themselves.
2: Can I ask a question based on that i I used to think now I'm thinking that I don't really know the rule. I thought the rule was if a ball ball fell out of like your pocket mm-hmm. I thought that was an automatic point for the opponent whose nope. ball it didn't fall out of but it actually it sounds like it's another one of those things like a hat falling off or a ball falling out of a pocket would be that the same
1: like one situation. of those rules where mm-hmm. you're telling me I always heard
2: yes exactly <laughs> i'm bringing it back to the beginning rebel yeah. and, yes and yes.
1: no ball falling out of pocket is in falls into the same category as hat coming off okay during a point so no now I'll go into some weird stuff. Like, you know, if that ball falls out of your pocket and rolls into the net, you'd lose the point because if anything you're wearing or carrying ends up touching the net during a point, you'll lose the point.
2: That's a good thing to know. Yeah, so if I didn't you're the net that. person and it flies out, we got to remember we're going to write this down and present it when ball we get to the, roll court. to the
0: net because if so, that's my point. Yeah. That's really interesting. I had never thought of that one before. Yeah, that is interesting. Thanks again to Rebel for coming on the podcast. We have one more episode where he discusses when you call let versus claim the point and an item in the code he disagrees with. We hope you check out our website, which is secondservpodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the court soon.